The Outlet. The Talk of Southland. Welcome to The Outlet. I'm your host, Brent Harbour, and this podcast I talk to Raywin Black. Now, Raywin has just won an award for her work in Southland. She has been involved with the Riverton Christmas Parade for 29 years, and amongst all the work she does in the community, she still finds time to run a business with her husband, Graham. Local voices, local info, the outlet, the talk of Southland. Hi, Raywin. Welcome to the Outlet Podcast. Hello. It's lovely to be here. Thank you. Now, congratulations on your Community Service Award for your contribution to the Southland community. So when did this love of being involved in different organisations and events start for you? Goodness me. I I don't really remember. I think I've always come from a family who my parents were always very generous with their time on committees, working bees, you know, the bottle drives back in the day for guides and scouts and things and so uh, it's just been a natural progression I think and when I married Graham and we shifted out to the Riverton area a smaller community and and everybody's like your neighbour so if they needed a hand you just help and if somebody they needed a working bee you just went and and I guess um, it's like anything, they get to know the ones who turn up, so you're it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're always that person in the community. I bet that they know you're going to be at everything that's going on, right? Yeah, no, it's all good. <laughs> so over the years, what is a moment in doing charity work or being part of an, of an event that really sticks out as one of your favourite memories, Raywin? Oh, well, there's probably a couple. An early one would be I'd volunteered for uh, back in Plunkett days, we were rostered on, we had week about delivering meals on wheels and um, it was my turn and I went to one house and delivered the meal and hi, how are you? And um, they didn't worry about, they said, don't worry about the meal, put that down, sit down, sit down and have a chat. And I think that was when it made made me realise actually this is so much more than just delivering their meal. And I think that, that, was, that was really quite a precious thing. So after that, I made a point of every now and then popping down, taking the, the children with me because, you know, the elderly ones, they love having children around. It, it gives them something to talk about and an involvement in what they're doing. And uh, so that was lovely. And and the other thing is with the uh, Riverton Christmas Parade, I think that it's just the fact that Christmas Eve, you see so many people after all the hard work that sort of and and the organising and the hassles that go with anything like that, and you look out and you see all those happy smiley faces. Sometimes three, four generations of one family all standing together, hugging each other, smiling. Everyone's happy. It's paid in full. Oh, that's great! It's great payback from the community when you see that, isn't it? Absolutely lovely. Absolutely lovely. All and you know because there's so many sad things that happen from time to time in communities and this is, is something that that it, it makes you feel good when you're volunteering you're doing something for somebody and they it, you can see they appreciate it so that's lovely now you've been farming in Groper's bush for many years can you tell me a bit about how Lawson Lee genetics came about and what the business involves Lawson Lee was established the the original Cooperth sheep stud was established back in 1978 by my father-in-law Bob and his wife Rita and Graham and I took over in 89 the Coopworth stud and we combined it with their Suffolk stud and that was the, the founding of Lawson Lee Genetics. So we breed stud rams and we do a lot of hard work, a lot of recording and selecting for different criteria 
to make things easier for the commercial farmers that we sell to so they have less dagging of sheep and and easier lambings and things like that because these days you know farmers are realizing they need more of a balance between farm and work uh, you know their lifestyle and and, and work and so yeah, that, that's what we we put a lot of work into that, and we've got the dairy side of things now as well. And um, yeah, it's it's just all about about trying to to help our clients out through breeding a type of sheep that makes it a lot easier for them. And that gets them better return on their investment, right? Without so much work. Totally. And over the years, when we look back to see the weights that lambs used to go at, and and what we just get as a you know run of the mill now is just incredibly. <laughs> improved over the years it really is and just the ease of lambing and um, their mothering and things like that we just don't have that extra work to put in like we used to so that's great now apart from all the things that you do you're also a jp you must have met some fascinating people over the years is there anything that stands out for you well there is actually and and you're quite right you do you meet some amazing people and it's lovely to be able to help them out but i did have one immigrant farm worker that came to see me originally to get his documentation organised and a year or two later he came back asking for documentation to help get his family over here which was lovely and when the family arrived he brought them to meet me it was really it was just so nice and then they came on the way home after they'd had a baby they called in on the way home from the maternity home to introduce me to their new wee daughter and it was so precious and and it made you realize how we take for granted having our families close to us and to them um, because I'd helped them with their documentation and they'd called in from time to time just as a visit uh, and they brought their family and and I felt really quite blessed about that and and it was just so lovely that they, they included me in their family. I thought that was really special. They obviously think you're part of the family, Raywin, so that's good. I mean, some people could just look at being a JP as signing papers and doing things all official, but it really is about the stories of the people, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. And sometimes, you know, they're there for a reason with their paperwork and and sometimes they just want somebody to take a bit of time out of their day to listen to what's going on in their lives. And, and you know, that's it's a privilege to be able to do that too. So we touched on it briefly, but let's talk about the Riverton Christmas Parade. I know that organising a parade is just such a massive job and you've been doing it for 29 years, how have things changed and what have been some of the challenges you've faced? Oh gosh, well this year's going to be our 78th consecutive parade, which is one of the longest running in New Zealand. Um, that started post-war with the Waimatuk Pipe Band. They needed new uniforms, they came back reformed after the war and they needed new uniforms and the businessman down the street said, well, we'll help you out. But in return, we want you to walk down the street playing music outside all our shops to get the people in. And that's where it started and it's been going every year ever since. So originally when I started coming out late 70s, early 80s to see the parade, uh, there was it was quite minimal. There was Santa came down and a little sulky with a wee pony and it was going like the clappers right down the main street and there was lollies flying for Africa either side and boom, there's some machinery and things like that. So Graham was in the Lions Club and um, as everyone knows, when your husband's got a, a position, you do the work. Yeah, so I, I 
did some sewing, we made some more costumes, and that was sort of the start of getting a bit more in the way of floats and things. So, but it was quite easy to organise back then. Although, in saying that, there's very little we do that's different, but now we have to pay so much to get that road closed. It's, it's the red tape that has been the big game changer, and, and it puts a, a huge dent in finances, that's real, because we, we don't have a budget for it other than collection from our local businesses, which we're very grateful for. So, um, just yeah, from that point of view, the red tape and like I say, we're really not doing anything that we didn't, weren't doing before because heaven forbid anything go wrong. But now we have it signed off and they say, yes, you are doing things right. So, yeah, that, that's probably the main thing. But it, it's, it's about getting everybody and trying to get as many organisations in the community involved in it, service groups, sports groups, and that just showcasing it's it's a good chance to showcase Riverton for the great wee town that it is. And I do understand I, I'm part of an organising committee for a festival. Road closures, the health and safety documentation would be mind-boggling if most people saw it. They don't kind of realise that all goes on in the background, do they? Absolutely. Absolutely. You're so right. <laughs> Can you tell me a little bit about the Christmas parade this year, Raywin? Oh, we don't like to give too much away, but <laughs> oh no, we always have some new floats each year, plus some of the, the good old favourites and things like that. And um, I believe Barbie's making an appearance at Riverton this year too, so that'll be just lovely. It's uh, Riverton's on her list of places to be at Christmas this year, so... That'll be fantastic. It's a bit of a combination. It's not we we always called a Christmas parade rather than a Santa parade because it's it's celebrating all the things that are good about Riverton. We have a lot of rural community businesses, rural based ones. So they spend hours washing up their machinery and put that in. So we have trucks, we have classic cars, we have um, you know agricultural machinery, we have Christmas floats, we have sports groups uh, it's amazing what are you looking forward to in the region for next year ray when are, are there any things on the horizon that you think that's going to be great well there's so many things happening around riverton we've we've been very fortunate we've got a lot of new residents shifted in from out of the area and and they've come into the district and bringing lovely ideas with them which is is great the, there's talk about a new cycle track that they've got a group organized to try and get that going with the Lions Club together with the Men's Shed have built a whole lot of new picnic tables for right along the foreshore there, the golf frisbee and things like that. We've got Hammer Hardware has built a, a beautiful new new building, there's new cafes and restaurants popping up. Very vibrant town, particularly over summer, so I'm really looking forward to just continuing to be part of that and go and enjoy some of these lovely cafes and yeah, just mixing with all the people and they feed off one another and come up with some great ideas and and that's a good thing. We've got people in our community who see a need and act on it and we're very lucky, particularly with our Lions Club, who are um, only too happy if they can help in any way to come on board and, and make things happen, which is great. Well, I just want to say thank you to you. I can tell you're one of those people that make things happen. 
you're so involved in the community and do so much. And I, I think it's just wonderful. So thank you for everything you do. Thank you for making time to chat today. And I hope you and the family have a wonderful Christmas. Oh, thank you so much. And you have a lovely Christmas too. That'd be great. On Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts. The Outlet. The Talk of Southland. Thanks for listening to The Outlet, your interview podcast for Southland. The Outlet is produced and published by the Southland app and supported with funding from the New Zealand Public Interest Journalism Fund. The Outlet is available on the Outlet button of your Southland app and wherever you get your podcasts.